Ash and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Obviously very excited about doing this show from Liverpool on Friday. Uh, so we've got a family do on and an Everton game to go to and take my dad to go and see Everton. Obviously both lifelong Evertonians. Going to go to the Toffeeopolis. Probably end up losing, but that's how it is. So, I mean, I've got loads of family up there. We've been going to Liverpool for years since I was a kid. My family are from Norris Green. Uh, we used to drive there all the time. You know, like old-fashioned kind of uh, driving where you, you get put in the car in your dinosaur PJs at like 11 o'clock at night. Can't do that anymore now. I don't mean the dinosaur PJs thing. I mean driving at night. There's roadworks everywhere. But we used to have a drive up there late. But when we were kids and driving to Liverpool, we'd always look out for something now that when I reflect upon it, it almost sounds slightly weird or, or mythological, but... We used to look out for a factory in Liverpool that had a massive wooden pipe on the wall. So it must have been like a tobacco factory or something. Uh, and the pipe would smoke. Smoke would come out of it a few times a day. And then I knew then that we were not very far away from my nana's house in Norris Green. Is that real? Could that be for real? Or is that just like a fictitious memory that's been planted into my mind? A pipe that smoked three or four times a day in Liverpool? But anyway, it's got me to think about, you know, bearing in mind that we're going on Friday, uh, what landmark do you look out for that lets you know that you're nearly there, whether it's home or another location? Is there a thing you look out for and think, oh, we're nearly there now? C on Twitter says the Yoxman, and they've sent a photo of this kind of tall, angry-looking statue surrounded by trees. Looks like a baddie that might try and kill you in Fallout 4. Thank you to everyone who's got in touch. Apparently, it was a uh, place called Ogden's Tobacco Factory, and they had a pipe which made stuff smoke come out of it. It's just how people used to entertain themselves back in the day. So that's wh what it was for us. What was it for you? Natalie says, this is always a welcome sight, and she sent me a photo of, a, of another place that has a special place in my heart, which is the Welcome to Devon sign. It's almost like a sigh of relief as you're heading down there, or a sigh of relief you're heading the other way sometimes, depending on the holiday. And hi to Laura, who sent me a photo of Thornton Services on the M6, a.k.a. Tracy Island. And it does look like Tracy Island. Andy says, on the side of the A1, there's a plant vehicle yard with loads of cherry pickers raised to different heights. So they looked a bit like long-necked dinosaurs when you were a kid. Love that. Uh, we've got Martin online. What kind of landmarks stuck in your mind, Martin? We go to Heathrow Airport. We, we usually come back from Ireland. Right. And then it's more often not be a night flight. So we come down to A4 like kids in, in, in my dad's uh, van because he was a builder. Yeah. And then, uh, so the night time, and then we'd be on the flyover, and it was up high, this Lucas Lucasade sign, and it was um, in neon, and it was just like really like this big bottle tipping into the glass, and the neon Lucasade used to go into the glass, and we'd see that, and we'd go, there's the Lucasade factory, we're nearly home. <laughs> That's great, you know, because I was saying earlier on about the, uh, the, the pipe that used to smoke in Liverpool. You don't get that yeah. kind of, uh, you know, signage as science stroke attra attraction anymore these days, do you? Do you know what I mean? No, you don't, no. But so you... it, was a very, it was a very fond childhood memory. It was like all part of coming home from Ireland after visiting family, so it was great. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. So maybe there's people listening to this right now that might be aware of the massive uh, be, moving yeah, Lucasade glass. Yeah, yeah. And they actually took it down a few years ago and there was this big local uproar about it uh, uh, because they, they didn't get like it was like known as a as a sort of um, local landmark and there was a big furore about it. And I think they had to replace it. I don't know what they replaced it with. I think they did it with like a modern one. Oh, well, listen. But it was really cool. What really a great cool. childhood memory as well. I love that. Fantastic. Great to speak to you, man. Oh, and cheers, mate. Listen to this from Ian and Joe from Romsey, uh, sat listening to the show in Ogden, USA. They're over here visiting family. They're over there visiting family, just checking at the Ogden coincidence. Well, what about that? And we've got Stephen on the line. Stephen, mate, what do you want to say? Um, I'm just 
at work, right? And um, the thing is, I'm listening to your radio station and like you're saying it's home time. And then I'm, I'm leaving. Every time you're saying it's home time, I'm just, I've left the garage. And then I get a call from my boss. Like, where, are you, where have you gone? And I was like, Good home. It's, it's home time. Stephen, like, when we say home time, we don't mean, like, you have to leave right now. It's up to you. You can stay on for a bit, or if you've got your shift that you have to do, you can't just leave before it ends just because we've said it's home time. All right? <laughs> so just... Yeah, right. Otherwise, you'll get in trouble at the... Where do you work? At a garage? Yeah. You'll get in trouble at the garage. You won't get any more shifts if you keep doing that. <laughs> it's been up and down. All right, mate. Well, are you out there now because I've said home time? Yeah, well, no, I've come back now. Well, get so. yourself back in there because yeah, you have to ask your boss what time you've got to leave, all right? All right, I'll, I'll ask him, I'll ask him. All right, so just behave yourself, finish the rest of the shift and, and enjoy the rest of your day, all right? All right, you too. All right, mate, see you later. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I came up with a new feature idea uh, on the train into work and I want to try it out on you lot. It's called Find a Word For. So what we're going to try and do, you might do this a few times over the next couple of weeks, try and come up with a word or phrase for something in life that currently doesn't have a word or phrase to describe it. Do you ever get those little moments where it needs like a catchy phrase for it? And we're quite good, in, I think, in, in the United Kingdom for coming up with little kind of weird phrases for things, but certain grey areas, I think. So this happened to me on the train yesterday and it could be the inspiration for this first one. Your challenge in this hour of home time is to come up with a word or phrase for that thing where you sit down on a seat or chair after someone else has got up and it's really, really warm because they've clearly got an unusually hot backside. So just one more time, if you missed that, you need to come up with a word or phrase for that thing when you sit down in a seat or chair after someone else has left it and it's incredibly warm because they must have an unusually hot backside. Jason says preheated throne. That's a good point. I sat down after this guy last night getting on the train. It was roasting hot. It's like one of those pads you get for your back that you stick in the microwave. Moby says, a chancellor's chair. Very topical. Martin says, moulded heat. Uh, Shelley in Nottingham says, Bush, it has to be a hot lot. Uh, and this one here from Mark says, I've known that feeling as a furful after seeing it on Not the Nine O'Clock News about 30 years ago. Here's a question for you, right? When you're walking around and you see people who've accidentally got their mobile phone torch light on, is that something you point out to them, or just leave it be? I always feel like it's my civic duty to point that out, but maybe it's a bit weird. Views on that, please, 8, 12, 15. In other news, the inaugural uh, Find a Word for, brand new launch of this new feature. Can you come up with a word or phrase for a thing that when you sit down on a seat or chair after someone else has been on it, it's really warm because they've got an unusually hot backside. Don't think there's a word or phrase for that at the moment. Some interesting ones coming in. Uh, Lewis says, I call that feeling thermal residue. Thank you, Lewis. Very sciencey. Uh, Joe from Lancaster's chipped in with the Jaxi Baxi. Cheeky hot seats, says someone else. And I, I think this might be the winner, actually. Dave from Leicester says, bowling ball shoes. Anything that's warm is like that when you put them shoes on and you look around to see whose they are. Love it. This is the Daily Takeaway. Uh, you know the score with things. Energy prices are through the roof because of that pate-faced, Elvis-legged pound shop Bond villain is trying his best to start World War III in Europe. So we're fighting back. Home time. Lucky, lucky numbers. Let your meters work for you. £250 cash. Thanks to the lovely people at Tesco Mobile. Up for grabs. Spend less using your Tesco club card. So the lucky, lucky number generator, the LLNG, will spit out three numbers. These numbers must be on your current electricity or gas meter reading. They could be anywhere in any order, but all three must appear somewhere on your meter. Uh, let's find out what the numbers are. 
this evening right now. Here we go. Thanks, Butch. Today's lucky, lucky numbers are... One, six, and eight. That's one, six, and eight. There we go, then. Uh, let's meet tonight's contestant. He's called Adrian. Adrian, welcome to the show. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Sheffield. From Sheffield. What's the weather like in Sheffield today? Or what's that? Uh, it's not bad. Bit, bit, just looking out the door, a bit cloudy, but it's all right. It's not raining. Brilliant. What have you been doing with yourself today, Adrian? I've uh, been working. Yeah, work. OK, and what, what, kind of, what kind of work do you do, Adrian? I uh, work at a university. Are you doing lecturing? Uh, yeah, more management stuff, but a bit of lecturing, yeah. And then lecturers, they still... What kind of thing, when you're doing lecturing, what do you rock? Like, uh, you're doing kind of suit top, uh, like uh, pads on the on the elbows, that kind of vibe, open university look? Uh, not really, no. More just sort of uh, trousers and a pair of trainers and a shirt, I guess, but yeah. Like it, like kind of a groovy IT guy. I like that. Just a lanyard and a polo shirt, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, we, the Lucky Lucky number generator spat out three numbers earlier on. They are one, six and eight. Can we just confirm whether you're looking at your gas or electricity meter, please? I'm looking at my electric meter. OK. Uh, Adrian, you could peer into your electric meter, please, and give us the full number. We're looking for numbers one, six and eight to have appeared there. OK. This is uh, hot water and it's three, seven, eight, six, six, one. Oh, I think all those numbers are there. It sounds good. It sounds present. <laughs> Congratulations, Adrian. You. You've just won £250 thanks to Lucky Lucky Numbers. And because we know times are hard at the moment, our friends at Tesco Mobile want you to spend less on your mobile phone bill and would like to chuck in another 50 quid to your winnings. Oh, thank you, Tesco. Thank you. Well, I'm no mathematician. That, that's about 300 quid, isn't it? I reckon, yeah, that sounds good. I don't, I don't think there's maths that, that you lecture at university, but it is about £300. Uh, thanks to Lucky Lucky Numbers. How are you going to celebrate this evening, Adrian? Oh, I think it's got to be a beer, really, hasn't it? Midweek. Perfect. Yes, seems rude not to. Have an amazing night. Lovely to speak to you. Uh, we're going to play Lucky Lucky Numbers one final time this week tomorrow, so make sure you're ready. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. A sharing of information, a meeting of minds. I heard a builder telling another builder a story on the roof as I was walking back from the school run earlier on, and I didn't hear the start of it. He just said, and apparently that's why he didn't sell out Wembley Stadium. Love that word, apparently. I want you to start your piece of information that you've learned recently with, apparently, as a little caveat, a bit of a get-out, because it might not be 100% true, and tell us. Helen in Brighton says, apparently McDonald's have stopped doing spicy chicken nuggets. She's gutted, she says. Our producer, Adem, has intimated that they, they've never done spicy chicken nuggets. But again, we haven't got time this evening to find out. Let's go to the phones and speak to Sarah. Please give us your facts, Sarah. Uh, apparently, broccoli have feelings. Right. Because uh, they, can, they can feel they have nerve endings that can feel when they're being cooked. Oh, my, that's, that's horrible, isn't it, if that's true? I mean... Yeah. I mean, we watch uh, um, uh, Super Tato quite a bit in our house. Our middle daughter's got the reading books, and that's obviously like vegetables coming alive in a supermarket after night, but it's just like a, a story. But what you're saying makes that actually real. Yes, very. Because we steam uh, broccoli quite a lot, and that would be awful, wouldn't it, if you had nerve endings? Yeah, well, it'd be like a sauna, I suppose. It would, wouldn't it? On the extreme. I mean, at the worst, a sauna, you know, or, or at the best, kind of nice, quite nice for your pores, quite cleansing, I suppose, for them. Uh, do they have pause? That's good. That's a whole other question. Do broccoli have pause? <laughs> uh, that's an amazing fact. Thank you so much, Sarah. 
You're welcome. Uh, some people have not, not even put their name on it. This one says apparently there's more computing power in a musical greeting card than existed in the whole world in the 1940s. What about that? Ian says apparently for every human there are roughly 2.5 million ants. Loving your work. Tony says apparently Christopher Eccleston was the original choice to play Begbie in Trainspotting. The role subsequently immortalised by Robert Carlyle. Never knew that. JC the Gooner says apparently seagulls live up to 40 years old. That's quite disappointing because I'm not a big fan of them and halfway lion says apparently the world's greatest distance you can walk is 14,000 miles from Magadan in Russia to Cape Town in South Africa or vice versa I presume yes I imagine so uh, there's no open water or sail or anywhere to fly over just roads and bridges not quite the same ring as 500 miles by the proclaimers you're right mate the daily takeaway Russian Richie's daily takeaway